right, let's just take our Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 1 just briefly this evening and uh, look at verse number 25. We got to Saturday go to the Sight and Sound and watch Esther. And uh, I, I appreciate those plays and those performances. And once again, I'm, I'm thankful for productions like that. But boy, I tell you, it's an, it's an honor, a high honor to be able to preach the Bible instead of even act it out. And for those that get to preach in the prisons and preach the Bible anywhere, what a blessing it is to proclaim the Word of God. But I tell you what, any way we can get the Word of God out is always a blessing. And uh, it was a blessing to see the play. They, did, they don't usually do what most plays do. The last play I saw before this Esther play was The Sound of Music last August with our very own Josh Leto acting as Captain Valentrap. Trapp. And I wasn't going to mention it again, but God told me to use it as an illustration for the message tonight. How many of you got to go see him act as Captain Von Trapp? He did a fantastic job. I think he did better than the original guy. And it was just, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was a great performance. And at the end of the play, you know how it goes. At the end of the play, um, a lot of times the people will come out and they, they, they do their little bow and you clap and you appreciate the performance that they put on for you. And they usually start with maybe the, the lesser... Uh, uh, I don't want to say important, but the ones that had smaller roles, right? You know what I'm talking about, right, brother? What do you call that? Minor roles, they come out first, and you kind of clap. But then they build up to the main actor. And, of course, the very last one was uh, Captain Von Trapp and his new wife in the play. They, they came out, and then the place went nuts because they were the main actors and, and so on. And as I was looking, I was thinking about the Christmas story. I was, I was looking at it in the, through the eyes of the play format, how... God, God set up a stage for all mankind to see. And, and in Matthew chapter 1, verse 25, before the curtains get drawn, uh, it's amazing that the star of the show we know is the Lord Jesus Christ. Do I see some Mitchell brothers back there? I just noticed them. The Mitchell's got some family visiting. Just one? I said, Jeff, all right, good to see you here tonight. All right, appreciate you. Get, you going to stick around and get some ice cream? Brother Brad said you could have his bowl. He, he's, he's fasting for Jesus, so... All right. Amen. Uh, look at Matthew 1, verse 25. The Bible says, And knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. And then, of course, you go on to chapter 2. And, of course, Luke chapter 2, we heard quoted all day by our young people, uh, from, from the kids to the teenagers. And I was thinking about how there was, there's so many different parts of this. Not that it was a play. It was a real story. It was a true story. But if you think about it in play format, there was a stage set. It's been announced and broadcast for a long time. And uh, people had heard about it, so much so that the wise men heard about it and traveled to see the, the star of the show. And, and even though there are stars in this story, we know that the star of the show, star being light, Jesus is the capital L, light of the world. You can look here in Matthew chapter 1. You have several people that I call your attention to. And I want to just say some Christmas thank yous tonight. I, I feel like that we are becoming more and more as a whole society a very ungrateful nation. We're not as grateful as we used to be. And that concerns me. If you're not grateful, then it starts to lead to entitlement. And then entitlement leads to complaining, and then you're in trouble. So we should always be grateful. And, and just as you were blessed by a performance, just as you were blessed by a play, I know that we clapped several times Sunday morning because a two-year-old did something cute up here. And then a, a fourth grader quoted some verse and sang, and then a sixth grader. And then in the evening, the teenagers came up. Boy, I tell you what. The teenagers sure sang good Sunday night. I don't know, man. I, I was very blessed by the music. They sang some amazing songs. and It was a blessing to me. And, and you're blessed by it. And then you thank those that work and do all the things behind the scenes. And like our sound room men, boy, they, they had to had to turn the lights on the right time and make sure everything was flowing there. And, and there's a lot of pressure on them up there. And so 
When you think about how God worked it all out, I want to thank tonight the angel of Matthew chapter 1 and the angel of Luke chapter 2. There was an angel that was a big part of this, right? And, and I'm grateful. The angel did its job. Now listen, there is the star of the show. We know that. The star is who? The star is who? The light is who? Who's the last one to come out on stage and everybody goes nuts for? It's Jesus. But there are minor roles, and the minor roles make a big difference in leading to the major role. So I thank God for the stars, or the angels there in Matthew chapter 1, Luke chapter 2. I'm thankful for the star of Matthew chapter uh, 2, the star that never said a word, the star that never spoke, the star that, that did its job and obeyed its creator and was placed exactly where it was for such a time as this and eventually led the wisest men of that day who had the wisdom to seek Jesus to the exact location of Jesus Christ. Maybe it was a minor role, and you know what's amazing? I love that passage because I preached on it a few Sundays ago. Four times the word star shows up in Matthew chapter 2. His star, the star, the star, the star. As soon as Jesus is mentioned in that chapter, the star fades away. Nobody talks about the star anymore. And the star is happy that it worked out that way. I'm thankful for the star. I'm thankful for Joseph and Mary of Matthew chapter 1 and of Luke chapter 2. I'm thankful that Mary was a pure young lady. I'm thankful that we can still use her as an example in 2023 in a world that has become so immoral, so wicked. We can still tell young people that you can be pure like Mary was pure. Boy, it's quiet right there. Why is it so quiet right there? I mean, we should thank God for purity again in America. We need a, desperately a revival of purity. You're going to be hearing a whole lot about that in our new theme in 2024. It's going to be, we're going back to the roots and the basics. You're going to see what I'm talking about in our new theme. But purity and, and, and emphasizing purity and morality. And boy, thank God that Mary did what she was supposed to do. And she was a clean lady, an honor lady. How about Joseph, who was a willing vessel, who, who did what God told him to do. Joseph had to swallow his pride, put aside his dreams, even have his manhood, so as you will, challenged because it wasn't supposed to be this way. And did Mary cheat on him? And how in the world could this woman be, be expectant of a child? And yet he pondered these things and he, he listened to the angel and he made a good decision. And we were the blessed beneficiaries of that. I'm thankful for Mary and Joseph. I'm thankful for them from Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 2, and Luke chapter 2. I'm also thankful for the shepherds. I'm glad the shepherds were excited that night. I'm glad the shepherds capitalized and jumped on something that was special, a treat, because nobody respected shepherds in those days. Nobody would have given them the time of the day. On paper, it should have been the, it should have been the kings that were acknowledged. It should have been the, the pharaohs. It should have been the, the leaders. It should have been the Pharisees. It should have been the Sadducees. It should have been even the, the scribes or the, or the prophets or, the, or, or those kind of people, the wealthy people. But no, God came to shepherds, and the first people who got a front row seat of the star were shepherds. God made a statement when he did that. God said, I want everybody to know that the cross welcomes everybody and anybody. Anybody can come to the cross. Anybody can come to Jesus, including the shepherds. And so I'm thankful for that. And tonight I think about how week in and week out here at Bible Baptist Church, we promote the star, Jesus Christ, as best as we can in Sunday school, in church services, in song, in our Wednesday night classes, in our discipleship, in our prison ministries, but boy, there's a whole lot of people that help make that possible. I'm thankful for tonight for the choir, the song leaders, uh, the special people, the, the people that sing special music, the Sunday school teachers, the Sunday school workers. 
I'm thankful for nursery workers. I'm thankful for the bus route workers, those that drive the bus, make visits on Saturday because a bus kid got saved this past Sunday. Amen. I'm thankful for the, the drivers that pick up people in their own personal car sometimes, those that give. I'm thankful for the ushers, people that clean the church week in and week out, people that play instruments, play the piano, soul winners that go out and visit and pass out tracks. I'm thankful for people that are able to do plumbing jobs in this church, electrical work, building, uh, children's workers, sound room men. I mean, you think about so many things that go on in this church week in and week out, behind the scenes, uh, minor roles sometimes we think, and all of us, including myself as the pastor, have a minor role compared to the star because the major role of this church is Jesus Christ. He is the light. He is the hope. He is the answer. But tonight, for just a little while, I want to say thank you to all those that make it possible for the star to shine week in and week out. This is the 51st Wednesday night service of 2023. We have one more left. This Sunday will be the 51st Sunday of 2023, and we have one more Sunday left. And we roll into a new year, and this Monday's Christmas. How many of you like me? You're going to have multiple Christmases because you got family coming at different times, right? That's always a blessing, right? Same with us. we got to have a couple different Christmases and all that good stuff. But, but, but a lot of us know that the New Year's rolling around. We're heading in that new year, and sometimes you have goals and you have plans and all that stuff. But may I challenge you tonight before we go down and have a good time and eat some ice cream. What would should be our goal of 2024? To make sure we're doing our part so that the star shines. Make sure we're doing our part so the, the world sees the light. 2024 is an election year. It's a leap year, which means we get an extra day to live for Jesus. An extra day to be married. Moving along. All right. Let me try again. An extra day to be married. Okay. Maybe after some ice cream you'll be happy to say amen to that. An extra day to live. An extra day to serve Jesus. An extra day to to appreciate the gift of life. 2024 is coming soon. And boy, what a privilege it is no matter what we do in our lives, whether we lead in a song or teach a Sunday school class or work in a kid's club or we sit down and talk to a five-year-old or we counsel somebody or we work in a sound room or we clean the building, whatever it is, all of us know that we are doing our part to set the stage so that somebody who has heard about the star, who has heard about the light, will finally come in contact with the light and the star in their own path in their own time of life. Tonight, can I challenge this church as we go into this new year? First of all, be thankful for all those. I think about coaches, too. We have some great coaches for our sports leagues, and just there's so many people and so many things you can thank. Just so many people and so many things you can thank. The church like this cannot function without people that are willing to step up and do their part, but guess what? Jesus' birth took a whole lot of behind-the-scenes work. And when it's all said and done, that's what we want to do. We want to take the story of Jesus and plant it into people's hearts. There's people in Jeff City in 2024 that that are not saved. A treasure's back. She's visiting. This time last year, she wasn't saved, but she came to church church on a Sunday in June. Then ended up going to camp and got saved at camp. She's moved to Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia, right? You live in? But she's back home for the weekend. First thing she wants to do is come home to Bible Baptist Church, and we're so glad here. This time last year, she wasn't saved, but she's saved now. We didn't know she's going to get saved, but God knew. Who knows who's going to get saved in 2024? There's, there's people out there that are ready, and they need you and me to do our minor parts, the parts that God has given to us so that the light can shine and make a difference. So tonight I want to thank you. And on behalf of our family and our church, our, our family, me and my wife and our four kids, we want to thank you, church, for allowing us to serve with you one more year and have another Christmas together so that the light, the star, can continue to shine. God sure is good. Let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes. Thank you for listening so well tonight.